Real quick, so I'm recording this the day after I posted the 12:30 hack. I'm going to put this as the intro. Y'all, I saw the pattern today's Thursday. I saw it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 12:30 there was a dump. Um if you look at the thumbnail for today, if you go fast forward, you're going to see at exactly 12:30 it starts going in the opposite direction no sooner than when I put um did a put on QQQ and Spy. So, you know, it's just one of those things, like, just wait for confirmation around the 1230 um, time. And I think I noticed that also, like, today, remember, um, later on, you're going to hear me talk about how I had seen pullback at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And yesterday, I didn't see it, so I just figured it was a fluke. Well, today, today, we did have, like, major activity around 9 a.m., and I was just like, ah, oh, dang. But I mean, it's one of those things like you just have to trade with the with what you're actually seeing, you know. Um, and can you imagine if it was that easy where it's just kind of like, yeah, 12 o'clock when they go to lunch, everybody's off. You know, they're going to do calls. They're going to do puts, puts at this certain time. So, eh, school of hard knocks. All right. I'll talk to you all later. Bye. Okay, what is good, Divine Dolls? This one is mostly for my trader chicks. Um, I haven't recorded my day. What is it? Uh, today's the 13th day. Y'all, gotta love how I'm so impromptu. Um, let me, I bought myself a little flippable calendar for the next, is it like eight, 20, um, from 2023 until 2026 to keep track of my trades? Super cute. Um, so let me see. I haven't recorded my day. Mm, I didn't put it on here. I want to say my day. So today's the 13th, 12th, and 11th day. Um, I, I lost a total of $2 on Robin Hood. I made a whole bunch of trades. Um, and I was able to recoup for the most part, some of my, most of my funds, but I was still down $2. And then on Tuesday, which was yesterday, I made $70. And then today, I made $37. And um, so, but with that being said, I wanted to go over a hack with you. So, you know, I think that this cost me $127 because, um, and so, but listen, I'm going to recoup that $127. I sure am. And y'all gonna make money off of this too. So remember like the first um, time that I lost money trading? I, um, I want to say it was the first or the second time. Because um, I've only lost, I've only had four days of losses. Okay. Um, and I, one was like $2, one was $6, and the other one was... I don't know. I have to go back and look at my notes, but it wasn't, it wasn't too terribly much. Um, but I want to say the, I, and so when I say that, I mean in terms of overall for the day, but I know I lost $127 and that was because one of the contracts I was in, it was on the up, it was going to the upside but um, I had bought the contract kind of like late, a little bit later in the day because my, my mentor told me not to trade past 1030 for the most part. But you're going to be surprised about my hack. OK, so 
tune in. You might want to take a little break, go walk the dog, you know, do something, cook breakfast, get your, make your smoothie, do some stuff around the house and then come back because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a hack, right? So, um, I placed the trade and it, I was do at the time I was doing zero DTE, which is like same day. Um, and I still do same day, but after a certain time, I'm going to switch over to the following day. So here's why it was going to the uptrend and y'all heard, I was like pissed. Cause I was like, Robin hood closed out my contract at, I think it was like at 1230, 1230, um, PM and the market closes at one. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to trade during power hour, da, 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 da. I I ended up talking to customer service and they're like, it doesn't matter if you have a margin account or cash account, we're still going to close it out. And I'm like, that's fucked up. Like, who gave them the right to close out my contract? Well, it got me to thinking, um, I remember like the day, like, so the, the first day, so this is what it was. The first day I lost the money, I was pissed. The second day I put in another trade and I thought it would get, you know, hit its target before the 1230 mark. And I ended up closing out the, the, the contract myself versus just having Robin Hood close it for me. So those were two, two days of my losses. And I remember thinking, hmm, you know how many people are probably getting closed out of their contracts at 1230 because freaking Robin Hood is closing them out? And I was looking at the chart and sure enough, at 1230, there was this massive pullback. And I was like, no, you mean to tell me at 1230 there's a massive pullback? So this is like my third day of observing it. And I, I want to tell you, so far, today should have been, today was the third day that I noticed a pattern. But the thing is, I was cooking breakfast. And I did finish eating, finish fixing my, my meal. And then I was like, let me just go check the rest of the market. But really, truly, I should have been here at 1225 so that I could have placed the order. And if I had been around my notes, I would, because I had it on my notes to look at the, the thing. And kid you not, I came and sat on my bed, picked up my laptop, and it was like 12.30 on the dot. I didn't even plan it like that. It was just when I had finished cooking my my um my, like my brunch, right? Major pullback. I mean, a good juicy 10, 20, 30% to the downside. And I was like, oh my goodness. So there is something to be said about it. I would say if you are trading in Robinhood, um, you can buy for the, like, so today was the 19th. <clears throat> you would buy a put for July 20th and that one doesn't get closed out, right? It won't get closed out because you're doing it for the next day. And they don't know if you're going to do a swing trade on it. Like tomorrow they would probably close it at 1230, but you don't, they don't know that. So I'm going to try it tomorrow and y'all, I'm telling you, I'm going to buy, I'm going to get 10 contracts on SPY and, um, <coughs> I'm going to put up, do a put for 20% and schedule it right for that, for that 1230 pullback that they, you know, because Robin Hood be closing the, the stuff down. And then I think I'm going to try it on QQQ too. Um, when I get a little bit of a chance later on tonight. 
You know what? Let's check it out right now. We're going to look at this right now. Let me mess around and find out that QQQ has a pullback at 1230. Yup. Yup, yup, yup. It also has, I'm, I'm seeing the pattern for today. It also has, let me see what time was this. 1430. Also had that pullback. So, um, Yeah. I'm going to do puts on QQQ, puts on SPY. Um, I'm not sure. Let me check. Like, Let me look at Apple real quick. Uh, 1430. Is it safe to say like most are going to have a pullback? I don't know. I'm going to stick to the rivers and lakes I'm used to. Let me look at SPX real quick. SPX. 11.45. You know what is so weird? How come it's show? Oh, you know what? Let me see. This is showing 7, 13. How come on some it shows 6.30? And then on some it shows 12.45, That is so weird. Anyways, I tried putting it to U.S., like not U.S., to 24-hour time, but apparently... It's still, it might have just been, so yeah, so let, that's one of the hacks. And then the second thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was um, if you're looking to invest, here's a cool thing that um, there's this guy I follow on YouTube, on Facebook, and um, he was, he put up a post and he was asking like what people would want to invest in. And one of the questions was, you know, given how um, we are heading towards more AI, you might want to consider getting stock in QQQ. So um, the other ones that he asked if people were going to invest in was SPY and also Charles Schwab, um, D-S-C-H-D. Um, I'll probably put it in the um, description. You want to make sure it's S-C-H and then ends with the D. Um, it's, the, it's the Schwab U.S. Dividend Equity ETF. So I bought a little bit of, of each just to do placeholders in my Roth IRA account and stuff. And so every time I make profit, I'm just going to split up like the ratio I've decided to split up for my um, for my profit. Although right now I haven't taken out any profit. Um, but once I keep growing my account, that's going to be the ratio. And it, it's there like I'm being super careful with tracking the income and the profit and stuff like that. So, but my plan is 50% of my, whatever I make for my profit is going to go back into my trading account. And then 40% is going to go to me to spend. And then 10% is going to go to uh, my Roth IRA, which is on the, on the higher side. Usually you want to contribute 6% of your income. So of whatever profit you make on any and everything. So yeah, that's that's pretty much my plan. And um, for this week, I made $100, um, just shy of $100. So I made 70 yesterday, 30 today, minus two um, on Monday. But I think I made like 107 or something like that in total. So 
part of the reason the numbers were so low is because I had like losses. I'm scared to get back to doing multiple contracts, but tomorrow I'm going to load up on the, um, I'm going to load up on those puts at 1230, baby. I'm going to do it on spy and QQQ. And yes, I already set the alarm, um, to remind myself, but listen, I'm about my money. So you might've caught me once. I might've been in the kitchen, you know, but trust me, that's not going to happen again. And then the cool thing is that, um, I've been making 20% on all of my, my other, like yesterday and today. Um, so yesterday I did calls and puts today. I did one call and one put, and I only did one contract for each. Whereas yesterday, I think I bought, um, I did, I want to say I did four trades and two of the trades, I did two contracts each. So then that's where they started to stack up and be, it become more profitable. So the good thing is, to me, what's more important is making, you know, like hitting my target. So 20% is going to be good, whether I'm using one contract, 10 contract or a thousand, con- you know, a thousand contracts, right? So one trade can have five contracts, one trade can have 10 contracts. So once I start scaling, what's more important to me right now is that I'm hitting my 20% income, like making good entries. So right now my entries are really good and they're profitable. So it's going to give me um, confidence to be able to go in and just scale up. Okay. So yeah, today's Wednesday. So Thursday, you know, just observe. I will tell you, I will kind of low key kind of mention this too. So there were a couple of other time frames that I noticed there was major activity but um, there's four, but three, I've had like a three-day confirmation. So it's 7.55 Pacific Standard Time. Um, so the market here in the U- on the West Coast opens at 6.30 our time. It's different in, in um, East Coast and stuff like that. So you're going to have to do the math. But Pacific Standard Time, the market opens at 6.30. I noticed that there's a pull, there's a drawdown. Um, so what I do... What, my little Bruno, he wants to go for a walk. It's about that time. I'm going to go check the temperature outside. He gets so excited. One, he, the other day I took him for, I told him we were going for a walk and he was so excited. He threw himself at the mat and fell off the mat, <laughs> threw himself back up there. Like, and his little ears were flopping around and everything. Oh my gosh. So excited. So, but yeah, let me go check on him. But, but so, um, I noticed that there is also a pullback close to 8 a.m. I call it the West Coast. I say like pretty much the that's when the West Coast comes in to, um, to trade, right? So, <clears throat> and so you have the West Coast gang coming in at 8 a.m. And that's when we take our profit, you know, and you, you feel that drawback. Um, before it starts to go on on to the upside, so what I did is um day day before yesterday, I got in the market too early. I placed my put too early. I placed it at seven thirty, and so it wasn't far up enough for me to get the full drawdown. <clears throat> so, but today, hold on, Bruno, I'm right here. Okay, um, so 
I waited until 7.55. Hold on. Bruno! Oh my gosh. I apologize. I'm almost done. I waited till 7.55. And then um, I was able to do a 10% put. <laughs> a 10% put. Um, tw 20%. Because I thought it was going to be much less. But I got a good entry. So here I put 10 to 20% put. And then um, when it starts to drop down, at 8 a.m. you do a call and then you ride that thing up 20%. And because SPY tends to like to move up to the upside, so far I'm still being careful because, I don't know, you know, it doesn't hurt to, to be careful. 9 a.m., there's not really a lot of movement, like... There's not that big fluctuation up and down. Oh my gosh. Bruno. Bruno. I'm right here. I'm right here. Calm down. I'm going to take you for a walk. <laughs> okay. Real quick. So let's knock this out. And so the time frames are 7.55 a.m. Do your put. Um, 8 a.m. do your call for SPY. This is specifically for SPY. And then 12.30, um, you can do it like maybe 12.29 or wait for 12.30. But that's when there's this huge surge down. Just make sure that you're ready to hit enter and make sure to type in real quick your profit. Because it can happen relatively quickly. I wouldn't say that it's going to wick down, but it happens really quick. So as soon as you place the call, do your calculation, figure out what 20 to 30% is, and then go ahead and buy those contracts. And then it's going to close out in a couple of like matter of seconds. Like maybe if I, if I tell you two minutes, I, you know, and it's sooner than that, like it happens really quick. And then after that, you can, um, yeah. So anyways, let me, I want to keep this intentionally short. Um, other than that, nothing more really to really explain. Um, just looking over my notes. Yeah. So on day 11 on Monday was when I started to notice that the key times like Robin Hood can take me for my money. But yeah, no. Another thing I noticed on Monday too was the doubly, double doji. So the doji I saw was that the first doji was red and then the, the second doji was green. And after that happened, it went all the way to the, to the upside. Like it just had this huge momentum. So um, yesterday, I, that was Monday. So Tuesday, I saw another double doji and I sent it to my mentor. And she was like, she wasn't too sure. Like she had never really seen it before. And boom, I had already gotten into my call. And sure enough, it went, it, I took profit on that one. So I'm getting the hang of it. All right, y'all. I'll talk to y'all later. Let me go take my little one for a walk. Love y'all. Bye. Stay cool out there. Okay, real quick. So the reason that the um, SCHD is on there and I decided it, it's okay to diversify your portfolio that one is kind of it it has really good earnings it actually outperforms vti which is one of my favorites um i also added some vu 
And I also decided to, so not only did I also add QQQ, I also added some SPY. And I do believe SPY does pay dividends too, y'all. Um, or I think you have to look for SPY, S-B-Y-D. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so I added those to my, I diversified and then my goal is to get 100 of one of them. I have to go back and look at the math. Um, but when you start, when you have 100 of worth of stock, then you can start to do covered calls. And, um, and so then, yeah, we will explore that when we get there. And you can also do leaps with the covered calls, which has great tax benefits. I'll talk to you all later. Bye. Hey y'all, so this is me like maybe an hour later and I'm just processing, you know, like I said, thinking through <clears throat> what I said about the 1230 hack. And the reason I, I said SPY and I'm willing to try it with QQQ um, and I want to kind of double down on that is because <clears throat> with SPY, that is 500 companies. It's an ETF. So it has 500 companies and I don't know to what degree you want to go and see if like Tesla draws down exactly at 1230 or Amazon or Apple. But when you think about how many platform users, how many people's contracts are expiring on that day and they get closed out automatically at 330 and 500 of those companies are all under that ETF spire or under QQQ. Um, let me check how many are in QQQ. I might as well, uh, companies, companies, um, does that kind of make sense? So instead of trying to go piece by piece, of course, if you have your favorite stock, check and see if there's a correlation there too. But I, I, I think that sometimes it's a little bit more riskier, but if you have 500 companies that all under fall under spy and they're all closing out from all all of the, the different individual people who are trading those and are getting closed out from just robin hood alone at 12 30 i think is is enough of an impact let me just see how many oh okay so 100 of the financial companies in a um are in qqq these are all the tech stuff, so Apple, um, Alphabet, Broadcom, Amazon, Meta, Pepsi, Microsoft. Is that correct? I thought they were all um, tech tech stuff. Mm -mm -mm. No, I don't want to buy from that company. Yeah, so Microsoft, Apple, NVIDIA, Amazon... Oh, gosh. So the top 10 holdings in Vesco. We about to find out right now, y'all. I knew it was some uh, large number. So SPY is 500. QQQ is 100. So it consists of... Um, the, let's just go over the top 10 and I'm going to get off of here. And this is going to be important, too, because the um, video that I recorded, um, I have the top five from SPY on my watch list. But if you want to do QQQ, you can put these top 10 companies in your top 10 or top 5. And you're going to want to keep track of the weight. Because if like 
when you have, um, for example, Microsoft has a weight of third, 13%. Um, you look at the top five companies and, um, well, this is what I do for SPY, but you can do it for QQQ. You look at the top five companies and if three of the top companies are down, that gives you an idea that QQQ is probably going to be down. But you also want to pay attention to the weight because if Microsoft is down and that's 13% and then, um, you know, something smaller like Tesla only has 4%, um, that type of thing, it doesn't have as much weight, if that kind of makes sense. So you kind of want to know what the... So it's Microsoft, Apple, NVIDIA, Amazon, Tesla, Meta meta platforms i'm getting upset yeah alphabet inc class a alphabet inc class c broadcom and pepsi pepsico um i'm gonna play with this a little bit later okay so let's see costco didn't know that adobe netflix the rest of these are all one percent so the top 10 are like 12 percent 12, you know, 13%, 6%, 4%. And then the rest of these are one Netflix, Adobe, Comcast, Texas Instruments, T-Mobile, Intel, Qualcomm, Honeywell, Starbs. Starbs is on there, y'all. Um, I'm going to PayPal. Um, Airbnb, Monster, Marriott International, O'Reilly Automotive. Um, Lululemon, Athletica, let's see, what else? Paychex, Curex, Dr. Pepper, The Kraft Heinz, um, Ross, let's see, Dollar Tree, eBay, Sirius, Zoom, JD, and Lucid. All right. I hope this was helpful, y'all. Um, this is definitely going to help me. I think what I'll do is I'll generate a second checklist, a check, second watch list on my trading view for QQQ. And yeah, we're definitely going to be playing. We're going to be, it's going to be game time tomorrow. I promise you. Mm. All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye.